Welcome to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. With Bushy and the Mountain Man. Chugging, got my chips cashed in. Keep chugging, like the blue dog man together. Less in line, just keep chugging on, on, on. Arrows of me and a flashing my keys out on Main Street. Chicago, New York, Detroit, and it's all on the same street. A typical city involved in a typical daydream. Hang it up and see what tomorrow brings. Dallas. Got a soft machine Houston Too close to New Orleans New York Got the ways and means And just won't let you be Most of the cats that you meet on the streets Speak of true love Most of the time they're sitting and crying at home
It is episode 37. This is our year in review. That's right. We're going to be talking about all things 2017. Isn't that right, Mountain Man? Skitter Pal Meow Meow. Yes, sir. This were to be a very interesting episode. Oh, absolutely. And the funny thing is, we're not really talking music. We're not really talking politics. We're just talking about our lives. Our year in review. Right? Correct. Well, uh, we might throw in a couple little stories here and there outside of our realm, but yeah, pretty much what what we've experienced. This this might be one of them oh shit episodes like Drunken Rambling. So hell. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, I hope not. I hope not. All right, as you all just heard, we do have a new intro, and I thought. I can't change the whole thing. There were so many elements that I loved about it. So all I did was switch out the the very beginning, which hurt. Okay, Mountain Man, that hurt to take a, a country boy can survive out of there. True. But I really like the way Big Gun kicks. Yes, yes, yes. All right. We also heard the Grateful Dead trucking as we uh, came into the show. And I chose that. And I did let the Mountain Man know, of course. That, uh, that was going to be playing before we did any talking. I chose that for one line and one line only, and that's because uh, of the line, what a long, strange trip it's been. Because we haven't been doing this for a full year yet. No. Not uh, at all. Actually. Holy cow. Do you even remember the day we started? Shit, I can't even remember when that was. I have no idea. When Not the off the top fir- of our head. No, no. When the first episode aired, I, I, I couldn't tell you at all. Um, I know that it had to have been after March. So we're possibly coming up on a one year shortly. We just got to look back on the Podbean or iTunes and figure out when the hell this all came about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we're 37 episodes in, um, there's 52 weeks in a year. 
So that's how far away we are. Uh, we did record two episodes in one week uh, when I went away for the summer. Um, did we miss any episodes? I don't think we missed any. I know we had a couple extras, but those are bonus episodes. I don't include them in the mix. Right. Uh, there was Yes, there was one week we did miss, and we noticed our numbers went down a little bit. And from that point, we made sure... I, I think that's what it was. No, 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 I am wrong. Sorry, sorry, correction. We posted two episodes early. Right. And didn't have one to post for that one week. And people, it kind of sidelined us a little bit with a few downloads. But no, we have not missed one episode at all. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to you in a while. How was yours? How was your Christmas? Oh, Lord have mercy. Christmas this year was absolutely fun and amazing to sit there and watch mountain baby mountain little boy who's one year old basically play with wrapping paper and boxes more than his own toy (laughs) (laughs) i told you i told you oh he sat there and built a four out of wrapping paper and boxes and was trying to crawl through them and he'd get caught and scream and yell and then he'd get out and go back doing it again christmas was hilarious uh, kind of surprised uh, Mountain Lady with a couple of her gifts. It went very well. Nice. Got everything I pretty much asked for. We surprised uh, Granny C with a blanket that she she was uh, kind of wanting but didn't realize she was going to get. And all in all, uh, with, with uh, both of our families together, everything, actually having Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off. For the first time in years, was just absolutely amazing. It was is kind of a little bit of a shock because I I'd be sitting there thinking, okay, I'm going to have to hurry up, do this, and go to work, and then I'd realize, oh shit, dumbass, you don't work this year. So it it was honestly an awesome ordeal with that. Uh, what about you? We'll 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 mix this up a little. What about you? How was your Christmas? Mine wasn't um, oh fuck, it wasn't bad. It was very lonely. You know, I'm not going to lie about that. It's very lonely. Lady had a good time, though. Um, I couldn't do a lot for her this year, but I explained all that ahead of time. And, um, you know, I had to lead her into all the cool stuff we did over the last year. Right. But she had a good time. She enjoyed her gifts. We had a nice dinner. I cooked a ham dinner for us. You know, so we did enjoy ourselves. It was just a little bit lonely. And uh, then, then, then we started getting blasted with snow. Right. You know, but it was it was... Christ, fairly uneventful. I saw a Christmas story at least six times throughout the day. Yay. <laughs> God. I told you, sir, when that movie is on on TBS for 24 hours, my TV is on TBS for those 24 hours. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. That's the only damn thing I can quote from that damn movie because I can't stand watching oh. it. <laughs> Now, it was, it was funny because Christmas Eve, I went ahead and did my show on Christmas Eve. And at midnight, I'm I'm still on the air, but I'm uh, getting ready to close down the show. And she comes out like it's time to open presents. I'm like, take your ass to bed. You know, I haven't even gone to bed yet. I think I finally got off at 1230. And this child, who does not believe in Santa Claus anymore, is up at 4 o'clock trying to wake me up. <laughs> I'm like, lady, can we please, please sleep a little longer? <laughs> she says, fine. Five o'clock. I hear the coffee brewing. 
So she had me up nice and early, but she had a good time, and that's really all I cared about. She uh, she did give me a Christmas present. She, uh, uh, the class up here is called tech. I guess it's like old shop class, only they, they right. work with more than just wood. This happens to be wood. And it's basically just a storage box for my keys and my wallet because I have about a two, 18-inch eight, to a two-foot chain hanging off my wallet. Right. And I tend to lose them especially on a good night. So she made me a box in tech class, in technology class, so that I would have a place to store my wallet and my car keys. <laughs> Dude, that is cool. It is cool. And I, I, I like homemade shit. I've got a, I've got her mug sitting right here on my desk in front of me. I use it for my change. That She made in clay art, and it's got a little guinea pig face on the cover. I love that stuff. Anything she makes for me, I, I have everything she's ever made for me or drawn for me, to be honest with you. Well, that's understandable. Any parent definitely would do that. I'm, I'm waiting on DJ to get old enough to do that. Oh, hell yeah. The Christmas ornaments, all that stuff, man. It's 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 good fun. Hold on to that shit. You know, so it, it, it's good stuff to keep on hand. For sure, for sure. Uh, bar that, how was your week? My week has actually been pretty, pretty... <laughs> Uh, kind of hectic. Run to death. Uh, work works normal. Can't complain there, uh, dude. I I have worked a lot of places, and I'm gonna brag brag with this unit that I work for. Uh, one of the members of the our security unit is actually family, and this guy has just he's he's second in charge. I guess guess you could say in your case, assistant foreman, but he is our sergeant. Okay. Basically, he's assistant manager. Um, he, for him stepping up to that plate to actually do a job like that, especially in security, because sometimes it can be stressful. But as ninety percent of people know, being a rent a cop is boring, boring, boring freaking work to a point. But at the same time, with certain instances, you have stuff that goes down, emergency calls, uh, certain little things that happens every now and then that has to be dealt with. I, I can honestly brag on my, and this guy is actually kid to my wife's side of the family, not mine. Gotcha. So working with someone like that is honestly an awesome and I guess you could say an invigorating deal because being able to work with someone that you grew up with not knowing you were going to be kin to because his son is uh, a little bit younger than me. Me and his son went to school together. But us working now and being able to have each other's backs is just totally awesome. And our captain and other officer um, are not from the area where me and the sergeant live up here in Avery County. They're from down at the main office where our uh, company is located. Gotcha. About, about an hour drive off the mountain. They drive literally an hour a day to come to work, dude. It's it's kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, our captain, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and say this, he's 20 years old. A he's a 20-year-old captain running a site by himself. Holy shit. So I, yeah, but I have to give him a lot of credit. He... He's actually from Pennsylvania and New York area. So for him being as smart as he is, and actually for a 20-year-old to have common sense and the want to enough to actually do the best job that he can for his not only 
his sergeant as a supervisor, but for his officers, it is honestly, uh, it is awesome to, to, to know that people younger than me and you, this, uh, this younger generation, he totally is not going to hell. And I can honestly say this is the best unit that I've ever worked with. And I hope, I know the captain listens to some of our episodes every now and then. So I definitely hope he catches this and is able to hear it, that I appreciate everything that he's doing and everybody else. I'm going to have to pull out my phone because Sergeant does not know anything about podcasts and let him hear <laughs> all this. But, yeah, it's it's honestly awesome. Um, other than that, this week we've been going back and forth. I didn't get to do much for New Year's. I had to work. Holiday pay, so I'm not going to complain. Uh, but general, all through the week, everything, just seeing Mountain Baby grow. Uh, Mountain Lady still off from her job. She has to go back tomorrow. Uh, even though, yeah, we're recording today. Technically, it's Monday. Uh, she has to go back to work Tuesday this week. And, but no kids coming in yet. Teacher work day, stuff like that. So, gotcha. Yeah, it, it's it's been a really, really awesome couple of weeks, I'll have to admit, leading up to now. What about your week? My week. It's been interesting. It's definitely been interesting. We got a cold snap. Uh, it, it's been sub-zero temperatures. <laughs> uh, fuck. Since right after Christmas. I ended up talking to somebody and uh, taking care of a little business. That was fun. Uh needed <laughs> it was it was needed we had a meeting you know and <laughs> that was a lot of fun I, I was almost starting to forget so uh i appreciate that thanks uh, but it's yeah. been so cold you know wake up in the morning I, i'm not accustomed to taking drives for something like this I'm, I'm more of a convenience kind of guy and this one is a good 35, 40 minutes for me. But oh boy, it was a lot of fun. And from there, it's just been boring. I, I, I've had a boring, uneventful week. Um, Christmas night, I want to say, Nevaeh went to her friend's house. It could have been the next day. She was gone for two days. She came back Thursday. Her little girlfriend spent the night here that night. Then Friday, she left for her grandmother's. And then I was supposed to go to a party uh, New Year's Eve. And then I ended up not going. Which sucked because I I worked it so the lady would not be here so that I could go out because her mom's getting out of the joint Tuesday morning and I said ah oh, fuck it stay at your grandmother's until then so you can ride down pick her up see her because it's, it's not about me it's about her you know if uh, if if I was going to be a dick I'd tell lady hell no you're not going go to school because that's the day she's supposed to go back to school but she hasn't seen her mom you know she missed her for her birthday missed her for Christmas which is typical that's normally when this chick send, tends to go back to prison so I told her she could go and then I just ended up sitting home I drank one beer last night for New Year's Eve one and I just laid on my couch watched the ball drop watched TV for a little while after that. I just got up this morning. I, I haven't done much today. I left the house once because I needed a pack of smokes. Dang. And sat and waited on me because it took me so long to get on to do the show. I know, right? Because as we're recording, it's like, it's like fucking 10 o'clock. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. You know I got to do all this editing and stuff. <laughs> well, dude, I won't lie. Me and you had talked last time and we was like, okay, we'll do a late episode for this. 
going over the uh, 2017 year in review, we was going to do this late Wednesday, I think. And that's when you went out and had your meeting. And I'm doing quotation over here, meeting. Oh, yeah, oh boy. That, I bet the hell out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you do know and realize you just admitted you're a fucking hoe. Anyway. <laughs> Look, no, I was just going to talk. I, I guess I talk well. <laughs> um, the problem is, okay, because th- this particular lovely is, is a lot younger than I am. Now, I'm a more aggressive kind of guy. Okay, and uh, apparently this younger person is not necessarily used to that aggressive kind of guy without, you know, sounding like a complete pig. And I'm just trying to get this mark off my goddamn shoulder before I have to go back to work because you can still see it above my t-shirt. You know, and I, I'm not used to that. I'm almost 43 years old, for Christ's sake. You're like, what what the hell are you doing, you vampire? <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, there you are. So you said there's a cold snap up there. I, I saw your picture. I've got to ask, how cold is it up there, and how cold has it been? Uh, well, with the wind chill this morning, it was negative 44. The um, air temperature, though, was negative 29. It has not climbed much above zero. We had one day where it didn't get up above zero at all. In fact, when I left the next morning from my meeting, I took a picture of my truck's uh, internal thermometer that was reading negative 22. Right. Yeah, so it's it's been cold every day. Negative 22 that day, negative 29 this morning. It's, it's been frigid, and we have another wind chill warning going in effect until Wednesday. You know, and that's, that's just the nature of living in northern New York. Now, what I'm loving is that this shit is moving south. I'm loving that because I've got my sister in Virginia bitching. And I'm like, have you, have you forgotten what it's like to be cold? Jesus Christ, you lived up here for years. <laughs> well, well, the reason I brought that up here tonight, and it's been reported down here for about a week now, it is, and I know you're going to say... What, whatever dude that ain't shit and I know it's not not compared to where you live but up here in the mountains of North Carolina as of right now I'm looking at the thermostat and it's saying negative six Whew. but uh, with the wind chill everything I'd say it's probably about negative 10 11 and you gotta understand living in the mountains and Bushy knows this cause he lives in the Somewhat mountain portion of New York. Yeah, I'm in the foothills of the Adirondack Mountains. Exactly. Up here, being higher elevation, less air to breathe, shit like that, my negative 10 probably feels uh, like his negative 14 in New York where he's at. Uh, I I imagine for you it actually feels closer to our negative 40. Uh, We actually set another cold record this morning. Um, I just, because I had to look it up real quick. Uh, Negative 32 was the actual air temperature this morning. Right now, we're sitting at zero, which isn't bad. But I don't care where you are in the world. Once you hit sub-zero temps, it doesn't matter. Right. It's cold. And it's cold that hurts. You know, yes. uh, now negative 40, it hurts to breathe, okay, because it, it, it chills your lungs. Cold as shit, and it's not supposed to stop. Um, 
I think the last I heard is the snap might stop by uh, January 10th. And uh, it's the first. So we have a lot more cold going on. The only part that pisses me off is I run off a natural gas heat. And that son of a bitch just keeps kicking on. And I've got it turned low because it's just me here right now. Right. And, you know, and I wear a toboggan cap. I know that sounds crazy to Yankees that I use that word, but that's why I put cap on it because everywhere else down south is called a toboggan. But I say cap so they know uh, what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, you still said it wrong. It's not what we call it down here. It's boggin, not toboggan. Yeah, well, see, I put all the letters in it, man. Either way, you say it right. You're from here, damn it. <laughs> I say toboggan. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. What I will not say is toque. And that's the word they use up here. T-O-U-Q-U-E. I don't know. That's some French shit. I won't say it. But yeah, it's cold as shit. All in all, it hasn't been a bad week. Um, it's been a boring week. Because uh, I've been off since uh, I got out of work. December 23rd, and I haven't been back to work yet. I go back on uh, the 4th at 1130, so I've been doing a lot of bouncing my head off the wall because there's not shit to do. Right. But, hey, it is what it is. Not man. Yes, sir. Glad to hear about a good week. Let's play some music, huh? Sounds fantastic. All right, what you got? So, with this one, I'm going to have to run with Black Label Society, Godspeed Hellbound.
my favorite Black Label Society song. Great tune, great tune. I'm going to go a completely different direction. Ah, Duran Duran, hungry like the wolf. <laughs> I know you were over there dancing. Don't you lie. Hey, I, my voice is low already. I can sing bass. I can't go hungry like the wolf. Like they, I see you. It, it sounds very bad, so I can't go that way. Wow, wow. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to edit that part. I'm going to copy it and play it like five, six times in a row. 
because I learned how to do that. <laughs> oh, man. So, 2017. 2017. What's your uh, uh, overall impression of 2017? Uh, as concise as you could be, because I know there's a lot of stuff we want to talk about with uh, 2017, but overall, what's your impression of last year? Blessed, but at the same time, what the fuck? That's that's the best terminology I can give. Okay, okay, I got you. This is what I can say about 2017. Uh, even though we know Bushies had a rough December, and really I've had a rough year, and we'll get into that as we go along. Right. It really hasn't been a bad year. It hasn't been a bad year. Um, I don't know if it's the best year I've ever had, but it's been a lot of fun. And with that, let's get into 2017, man. Last year, how did how did 2017 start for you? 2017 started actually really good with, well, a little scary uh, because of DJ and Mountain Lady being sick. Sure. But, but in general, it started out after all that little mess because uh, – like, as everybody rem- remembers me talking in the past, the beginning of the year, Mountain Lady and Mountain Baby both were sick because Mountain Baby was born with pneumonia and blood infection, and Mountain Lady got an infection from the C-section. So it was a lot of in and out of the hospital. Sure. But, a- but after that, uh, Mountain Baby getting better, growing, it, it got... It got a whole lot better because of seeing him growing, seeing my wife getting healthier stuff. Scary, but good. That, that's basically the way it pretty well started off with me. What about you? 2017 for me started off on a wicked high note. I was on cloud nine. Uh, uh, my life was going good. No, I was celebrating my first full year as a foreman. Uh, you know, me and Jed were great. Everybody seemed to be happy. Uh, we had a lot of fun New Year's Eve. I was rocking a lot of metal music and stuff on the turntable because we didn't go out that year. It started off on a on a really really high note. Took a few months. <laughs> Took a few months and and shit kind of started going downhill. Right. Know, which led up to the inevitable end uh, in, in December. Started off with a bang. You know, I, I I've got no complaints about how how things started out at all right now um i want to i want to do a segment on maybe some episodes we've done but i don't want to concentrate on that now so what's a highlight for you of 2017 the highlight i'll have to say march 10th of 2017 that is fucking funny you're going with that month what happened then i turned 30 years old Either way, with my life, how it went, how it, how me growing up and the person I was and the person I've become, to actually be able to sit and say I made it 30 years with a loving wife, having a child, having a, being able to take care of my mother and also my grandmother all under one roof and everything leading up to that is a very, very, very awesome feeling. And the, the I'll, I'll say this as to pertaining as to why 
I've admitted in the past, I used to be a son of a bitch. Don't have a problem admitting I used to be a son of a bitch. Sure. But the day I turned 30, I looked at it scared, like, oh my God, I'm halfway to fucking 60. But looking at my wife, looking at my son, looking at my mother, seeing that my mother, as, as, as a lot of people know, my father unfortunately passed away four years ago with cancer. Yeah. Seeing my mother a little bit better, seeing all the stuff that was going right for that day, the, the fact that I got to celebrate 30 years of being able to say that I turned out to be a decent person, not for myself, but for my wife, my son, you, and this pertained to you as well. Also, you contacted me on my birthday, and we sat and talked what was about 10, 15 minutes. Dude, I, I, I don't remember. If there's not well, pictures on Facebook, I don't remember shit. Well, <laughs> we, me and you got on and talked for a little bit about just looking back over everything, and you were like, dude, wait till you turn 40-some years old. You ain't seen shit yet. This is true, I may not have, but for the fact of being, for my 30th, 30th birthday this year, of seeing all the great stuff around me, made me a very, very humble person from that point, even until now. Outstanding. It, it's, it's made me see a lot of stuff that I didn't look at in the past. I get that. You know what? The, the conversation's ringing a bell, because I think I remember saying something to you like, uh... I didn't even think my dad had any goddamn common sense until I was 27 or 30, somewhere yes, in that range. That that was it. And you had even, the other reason you called Nash, you was like, dude, is your birthday going good? How's DJ? That was your number one concern, was DJ healthy on my birthday? Because, uh, what was it you said after you said that about your dad? Uh, oh, yeah, I couldn't imagine your child or your wife being sick on your birthday. I couldn't uh, sit there and imagine that happening. So you were like, I was hoping that everybody was doing better for this particular day. Look, see, ladies and gentlemen, loyal listeners, casual listeners, I'm not as big a dick as you think. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> see, there's a difference. If you tell the truth, you're not being a dick. It's just the fact people can't handle the truth anymore. Oh, I am, and I am brutally honest to a fault, and it sucks because I, I, I'm just no nonsense, brutally honest. I actually, fuck, you know, on Facebook they have those answer these questions things. Yeah. And that that was one of the things. That was my answer. No nonsense, brutally honest. Most people can't handle it. Right. You know, and that's okay, but that's what I prefer. Be brutally honest with me. I would rather you were honest and beat around the goddamn bush because I don't like games. I'm too old for them. So yeah, you know. And, uh, but I I understood without understanding the uh, the the heartache and the anxiety and, and the nervousness. The you know the not knowing uh, when little DJ was sick. I didn't go through all that. I went through it for a few minutes when Nevada right. was born. You know, because the cord was wrapped around her neck three times. She came out, frankly, looking like her mother had some explaining to do because her face was very, very purple. So she looked interracial. She didn't look like it was my daughter. And right. her, uh, her eyes were shut, but they were swollen and bright, bright red, and she made no sound. No sound. 
And, uh, you know, they immediately, I mean, they had me cut the cord, which is like, oh, great, we're taking our time with this. <coughs> Excuse me. They had me cut the cord, and then they rushed her over across the way there, still in the in, in, in the delivery room. Right. And they're over there working on her, and I hear nothing, nothing out of this child. And I remember just hollering, because it was a midwife. It wasn't even a, a nurse or anything. It was a trained midwife. Is she okay? Nothing. Is she okay? Nothing. Is she okay? Nothing. And me, so concerned for this child, I ripped the pillow out from behind her mother, this poor woman that just gave birth to this baby. <laughs> I ripped the pillow out from behind her and threw it and smacked that bitch midwife in the back of the dome with a pillow and said, is she fucking okay? Sir, we're working on her. I think what happened is between the cord wrapped around her neck so much and her mother having drugs because of the pain, it took a while for the Narcan to work. Right. But oh boy, the relief I felt when I heard those, you know, those screams, those cries, tears just fluttered. I absolutely cried. I, I had a very scary few minutes. I couldn't imagine going through what you guys uh, uh, went through. So yeah, I, I, I absolutely want to make sure that everybody was okay. Right. Well, looking back at it now, I can remember, and I could care less if anybody thinks this is weird I'm talking about. I really don't give a shit. But Jessica, during her C-section, I don't know if a lot of people realize this or not. They only numb women now whenever they have a C-section from the way, from like the the bottom of their rib cage down. My wife was conscious during the whole C-section. Me and her, I was sitting beside of her holding her hand. They had the big uh, sheet up in between her and the doctor. Oh yeah, they're they're always conscious during a C-section. Oh yeah. Well, Jessica was sitting there talking, and she was like, "Honey, I can't feel anything, but I feel nauseated." And her blood pressure dropped a little bit. And she, first time ever, anybody has ever puked on me that I never puked. My wife couldn't help it because them numbing somebody. Yeah, they've got to sit there and monitor and sure. do all this adjustments and stuff to the to the whatever it is that they uh, administer to them and uh jessica we didn't even know they had already pulled dj out oh wow and we didn't we didn't hear nothing and all of a sudden we heard like a uh 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 and we was like what what was that and the doctor goes he's out but we're having we're having to work with him just a minute and they were sewing jessica back up and that's when she puked on me. Yeah. <laughs> and she was sitting there, and she goes, honey, I'm worried. I was like, what do you mean, babe? She goes, I don't hear nothing except those three little sounds. And I went, honey, you're reading too much into it. With everything that's going on, calm down. And that's when they pulled me to the side and said, we're going to have to transfer him. So, yeah, your your little your little spill about, was almost the same thing with him, but... Not the cord thing, but I, I was sitting here thinking, looking at it, you said when you said the the cord being wrapped around Nevada, that's the way I was born. I had the cord wrapped around my neck three times, and they literally made my mother do jumping jacks just to get me out. Holy cow! So yeah, whenever I came out, plus it uh, everything whole nine yards come out. So, but also I wasn't a planned pregnancy. I was supposed to be a hiatal hernia. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hurtier that never went away. Yeah, exactly. 
that's that's what Bob says. Wow, ain't that ironic? No. That's funny. <laughs> well, I gotta say, uh, the reason I said it's funny you picked March as a highlight is uh, just a few days later uh, in March is when we uh, went to New York City. Right. Because um, Thrasher Die was playing in Queens on Saturday, uh, March 18th. So we took a trip to New York. We left that Friday. Scariest drive of my life. I got up Saturday morning. I drove into New York, into Manhattan. Found a parking garage. That is a pain in the ass because it's all skyscrapers in New York City and Manhattan. And the parking garage, you can barely drive and turn into. And they don't let you park your shit. They park it. Thank God. But we got out, you know, and roamed around and, you know, went to Times Square and did all that stuff. Had a great time. And it took us three hours to find the goddamn garage that we had parked in. By the time we find this son of a bitch. Now, I'm texting Ralph Fiera, Dr. Fuck, at at that time because we were supposed to meet up before they did the show that night. Because Nevaeh really wanted to meet him. Because he's been absolutely awesome to Little Lady. Right. You know, uh, he called her for her birthday, left her a message that left her in tears. It's on my Facebook page. Search my videos. You can find it. Uh, then she then she got to talk to him. She's a huge Thrasher Dive fan. God love this little girl. But uh, we're leaving this garage after finally finding it. And a bus could not get through two cars. So they park on both sides of the streets. And everything in New York is one fucking way. We were stuck on an incline, a 45-degree incline, trying to come up out of this garage for 45 minutes until NYPD showed up and had us go wrong way down a one-way street so that we could get back to goddamn Queens. Right. Uh, But, you know, we went to this little diner right next to the venue. I don't remember the name of the bar, and it's dark in here because um, I only leave my lamp on next to my laptop when I'm doing this. Uh, So it's funny. I've got the poster from the show right off to my left. I can see all the bands that played, but I can see the date. I just can't read the name of the venue. Um, but this this diner was right next to the venue, like literally across the street. And, uh, you know, we went over there, and Lady got to meet Dr. Fuck, and he signed her T-shirt for her. And, you know, I had dinner with the band and uh, a buddy, Scott Stein, that had drove down from Baltimore to see him. And, you know, we had a great time, and then we spent Sunday... You know, all over New York, Statue of Liberty, World Trade Center. Uh, Then Monday we got up and we drove to New Jersey. And uh, that evening I sat in with the Brothers Grimm on that metal station. That was a whole lot of fun. Those guys are absolutely hilarious. And then, you know, know, we drove the, uh, you know, made the trip home that night. That was an absolute blast that weekend. That that really stands out as a highlight for me. So it's funny you, you picked March. What's, uh... What's another big thing that jumps into your mind for 2017? Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'll have to say, if I'm correct, this is probably May, June. I can't remember the exact month. Okay. Um, I was at work. Uh, then at that time, I was working at the hotel whenever we first started this whole shindig. Sure. Uh I was uh, going down the hallway, a couple broke a bed, not a little bit, I mean, they literally, uh, probably both of them, probably 150, 200 pounds each, 
having a little too much fun broke a fucking hotel bed. Nice. So uh, did you did you give him high fives? No, I did not. I'd have been high five of the shit out of him. You you do maintenance and have to fix that shit and then tell me you give them high five. That's still a high five. You go, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Knock the bottom out of that ass. Oh, Lord have mercy. So I'm walking down the hallway with bed parts, drills, tools, everything, trying to get to this room to uh, fix, redo this whole bed frame and everything to get it fixed back. And I receive a text message. So I'm thinking, okay, it's another room call. It's a text from my wife. And it's a video of my son. Uh-huh. And I tagged you in it. I was about to say, I think I remember this. Yep. And I literally, whenever I press play, drop every tool, bed frame, every part there is. And I hit, and, you, and I'm going to remind everybody, I'm six foot three. Probably 260, 230, depending on what scale, and six foot three, six foot six, depending on which gas station I walk into. But uh, that never gets old. No, it doesn't. I'm that big of a person, and I hit my knees, bawling my eyes out. Two guests walk out. Are you okay? Is that, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Be trying to get my composure. The video was my son, him laying on the bed right beside his uh, Jessica. And he literally looks up at the phone. And if you go back on my Facebook and look at the videos that I've uploaded, I swear to God, it looks like he says, I love you, dad, dad. Please come home. He, he, and lays his head down. <laughs> and though those, those words, first time hearing them, will make the biggest man in the world's knees buckle. I don't Absolutely. care. That right there would have to be the the second biggest highlight beginning into. But I'm going to be backtracking on the next one. But what about you? What's your next? Ah, uh, I think mine was August. Um, now by this point, uh, Jen and I weren't living together anymore. Like I said, uh, 2017 started off great. Somewhere there, it went bad, um, and it did go bad with us. You know, but we tried. We gave it the whole college try. Obviously, it didn't work out. It is what it is. Um, it wasn't an I hate you breakup. It was a just can't do this anymore breakup. But uh, for me, it was August. Um, the Nashville Rock and Pot Expo was coming up. I think that was August 26th. So I took vacation, man, and she took vacation. And me, her, and my daughter, because her kids wouldn't come, which is the reason we're not together is her kids. But, uh, man, we took off to Virginia. And I got to go visit family, my dad, my sister, got to go to Virginia Beach and show my daughter the ocean for the first time. And she absolutely loved it. I couldn't get her out of it all day. You know, I got to take her to the Civil War Surrender Grounds at Appomattox, Virginia. Went and had barbecue at my favorite barbecue joint. They do Carolina-style vinegar-based barbecue in this place called Madison Heights, just outside of Lynchburg, uh, called the the Silver Pig. Barbecue in the world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They, you could only have it two ways, on a bun or on your plate. And it's uh, pulled pork, and uh, you get hush puppies. And they, that's it. That's all they fucking serve, man. 
You know, I got to go shoot off some AR-15s and 9mm over at my sister's house uh, with my future brother-in-law. You know, had an absolute blast. Spent time with family. Then we headed off to Nashville where I got to meet up with Ralph again. Uh, I got to meet up with Scott Stein again because, again, he made the trip from Baltimore. So, you know, I got to hang out with him. And uh, I got to meet the great Wadzilla in person finally. I had been listening to Rock and Metal Combat podcast for two or three years. And finally got to meet Wadzilla. Got to meet the great Chris Sinzak. I got to meet the great Ken Mills. So many, so many cool people. Uh, Mr. Aaron Camaro. You know, had an absolute blast. I got to meet Gunnar Nelson. I got to meet Mark Slaughter. Now, the cool thing about meeting Gunnar Nelson was uh, after a long conversation, he gave me his personal email. We conversed a little bit, and he sent me a song that nobody else has. And I've, uh, I've played it on this show. I've played it on my radio show. With his blessing, I asked permission. Right. So that was a lot of fun, man. I got to go to a concert, uh, you know, with Ralph and Ian and Scott. We went to uh, some bar in Nashville called The Basement where Raven was playing. Absolutely phenomenal show. Get up the next day, drive it home. I got to hang out with Mike Hill Vaughn Pagan from Pagan Holiday 1313. Danny Kerr from Shocker. You know, hung out with them for a couple hours, drinking coffee, BS, and having a good time. Now, Michael Von Pagan, I actually went to high school with, so it was good catching up on old times with him. Right. You know, so uh, so August was a lot of fun. You know, you know, spending that week, because because me and Jen weren't getting any time together. Yeah, August, it, it is big highlight for me. Now, also everybody know, Bushy just said he was in Virginia and Tennessee, which is right by North Carolina. Fucker got to meet all them, but he still hasn't met the mountain man fucking face to face. No, I'm just kidding. I know it. Dude, I could not fit any time in. I, I, I kept trying. And the thing is, um, the day we went to Appomattox and the Silver Pig, my sister wanted me to come out there. I guess that was probably Wednesday. It had to be Wednesday of that week. We were so pressed for time. I did so much driving because everything, you know, nothing's close. And uh, I, I just couldn't work it. So Thursday... I had to ask my sister four or five times when we were leaving before she would get up. I had no idea how the hell to get out of there. Right. Because her ass lives back out in the sticks. I took so many lefts and rights and roundabouts to get way out there. You know, I, I was waiting for Duel and Banjos to start playing. I had no idea where I was. <laughs> and uh, we were meeting my dad and uh, my stepmother, Ellie, uh, at, at some shopping center. And uh, from there, I was just following them back to their house. So I spent right. Thursday there. Friday, I had to get up, man, and you know, say my goodbyes and hit the road for Nashville. And Nashville's a nine-hour drive from my dad's house. So I just, right. I just did not have the time. It, it definitely wasn't out of you know lack of want. It was just I had oh. so much I wanted to do that I just could not fit it in. Oh, dude, that's understandable. You gotta, you gotta spend time with the family. That's why. And we're we're hoping to try to figure this out coming up is you and a lady coming down south to visit sometime this year. Yeah, we would definitely like to try to work it out. Have to see what happens. I know I've got to save up all my vacation time again. Right. Because uh, I know Sinzak, I know he's working on another rocking pod, and my ass is going to go, man. I like hanging out with those guys. I had a real good time, so I want to be there again for that. For sure, and uh, Mount Man and Mount Lady, if Mount Baby can handle it by then, is planning on going as well. So 
Sweet. Well, if they use the same venue, I know a great hotel that's not real expensive and the beds are huge. We could double up. Fantastic. <laughs> this this place was amazing. I wish I could remember the name of that hotel. I know I said it in in, 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 in the episode where I just gushed over the Rock and Pod Expo. Right. But uh, it's absolutely beautiful hotel. You know, and I paid less for that than the one I paid in uh, New York City. And it was like three times the size uh, that's both rooms and just the hotel itself, and four times as nice. Right, right, right across the street from the Grand Ole Opry. And that's one thing I'd like to do. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge country fan, but I do like country music. And if I'm going to go, I would really like to go to the Grand Ole Opry because it's literally across the fucking street from this hotel. Right. Fuck it. Let's do a floater song. What you want to play? What? Well, since I went last, you go first. All right, Rolling Stones, Beast of Burden.
so sexy. I love that song. Very good song. Very good song. Hell yeah. What you got? Well, I'm going to have to go to DJ Bushy's Error of Music. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, shit. Look out. Oh, shit. This song I can remember when I was little growing up, too, and I still listen to this band today. Uh, they, uh, I think only one of them goes around tour- touring, Brett Michaels. But this song is one of their best ones I believe they ever redone. Uh, but I'm going to have to go with Poison. Your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. Messina song. I do like that one. Uh, Poison still does tour. They get together and tour. Absolutely. Um, it's not as often as Brett. Final farewell tour was a couple years ago. No, no. They still get together and tour. Uh, In fact, I think I saw something where they're going on tour again. 
Those guys don't like each other, but they'll uh, get together and put on one hell of a show. Um, they they just played last year. We were supposed to go last year, but uh, fuck, Jen had moved out. And we didn't know what was going on with me and her at the time, so we never went. We were supposed to go down to Albany and see them. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, anything else from 2017 that really sticks out? Uh, Yes. Uh, I'm going to have to backtrack just a little bit to, I'm going to say, a little towards the end of March, possibly beginning of April, June, shit, whenever this little shindig started, when I got approached by our brother from another mother who is no longer with us, decided, hey, I want to do a podcast. And drug me into saying, dude, what do you think? Well, yeah, that could be something we could do. Well, um, we don't know how to get this shit started, but we do know somebody that might. And we conned you into it. (laughs) (laughs) Biggest scam of the decade right there. (laughs) I'm going to have to say yes, starting this podcast. And the, the reason why it's been... Uh, a growing process sure but at the, but at the same time i've sat and i was like okay we're we're a little little in more into this now we we've gotten a lot better i, w- I went back and listened to our test episode our surprise coming what this what uh bushy's uh album reviews is going to turn into which is uh the new podcast right and Sitting back, and I don't know if you have listened to it in a little while. I have not. That's the one that's only like 15 minutes long, right? Correct. Okay. And I even listened to our first one, which was the album review and introduction to Point Five, The Great Chapter. Holy shit, I actually remembered that off the top of my head. Nice, nice. uh, But if you go back and listen to the way we were talking then compared to now... We have grown so damn much. It is honestly hilarious. You listen to us when we first started. It sounds like just three guys sitting, drinking, and talking. That, that's all it sounded like. Nice. But, but compared now, I mean, if, if you want to take a little spot and just put a little bit of that episode into this for the, for comparison for people to tell that hasn't went that far back, it's, it's kind of hilarious. So... Yeah, a big point is doing uh, setting up and getting this podcast to go. Nice, sure. nice. I'm absolutely not going to slip any of that old shit in. What a pain in the ass that is. But I tell you what, it's all there on our Podbean page. Uh, I don't know how far back iTunes goes. It looks like they only hold so many episodes. Uh, but Podbean holds them all. Um, there's a few I did by myself when I was trying to do a show. Uh, they're not very good. Um, then I have the one that is us talking for 15 minutes and then our first official episode would be um yeah yeah the gray chapter review uh yeah i i I know we've come a long way um which is what led up to things in 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 december you know just wanting to continue to grow and um that's actually my highlight of the year uh even though it's not really a highlight but it was definitely a, a a big change that we had to adjust to very quickly Yes. You know, and that's just um, our brother Sin leaving the show, which is hilarious because it was his idea in the first goddamn place. Right. But it was just, you know, we saw us getting a little response, and it's not a huge response. It, it definitely bigger than, 
you or I expected. Right. And the uh, caliber of, uh, of people coming on, you know, that were willing to come and sit in with us. I mean, Chris Sinzak came on, and that show never recorded, and he's agreed to come back. Uh, Ken Mills, Ian Wadley, John Lamoureux, you know, Ralph Vieira, all these guys coming on. Even Lee Gersman. Lee Gersman's a great guest. Yes. You know, the guy's crazy. He's hilarious. But he's a lot smarter than people think because he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the smartest men I believe I've ever met other than you. But Yeah, he's just he's just out there, you know. He's yeah. definitely got that uh that West Coast mentality and um but he's still a good guy. And uh we uh, we just asked, you know, we we want to grow, we want to move in this direction and uh well, you know, he didn't want to. You know, he wanted to right. just kind of sit around and bullshit and uh, decided to leave the show. We've talked to him. I mean, he's going to come back on and do a guest spot here. We just have to figure out a topic, something that would uh, be worthy of having the great sin on. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's that's funny. I, you, you were talking about that, and my December was actually going to be the breakup shit. But, you know, fuck that. I already talked about that. I mentioned that. I think this was probably a bigger highlight because it forced us, it, it, it forced us to really buckle down. You know, yep. because this was right before Ken Mills came on. E- even that day, I mean, it was literally right before we recorded an episode that uh, that uh, that uh, he made that decision. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's rough, but you know what? The show must go on. Bushy and the Mountain Man are still here. Yep. And I think the show will continue. You know, as sure. as, as as long as we want to sit here and bullshit for a couple hours on the mic, we're going to be here. No, with, uh, I don't see that not happening anytime soon. One, one thing I noticed with us, and I, I've already said that we've grown, but at the same time, I mean, getting into this groove of podcasting, fangirling out me over Ralph Vieira, go back and listen to that, you'll hear me scream like a little baby back bitch. Oh, that was uh, hilarious. Yeah, so I, I'm still catching hell over that episode. Everybody's like, really, dude? He's a singer. Well, yeah, he's a fucking singer. Guess what, motherfucker? You met somebody that you liked, and you thought make great music and all that. Actually get to sit and just talk to him and interview him a little bit. Motherfucker, you going to do the same thing. I don't give a damn who you are. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a tough spot to be. Um, I didn't fangirl out when I met Gunner. Um, and, I, and I talked to him for a while. You were too fucking drunk to do it. Oh, no, no. It, it was one of those deals where I'd already met him, you know what I mean, but I didn't get to say what I wanted to say because there's other people that wanted to go up and say, hey, you know what I mean? So it it took balls for me to just walk out there to his fucking $70,000 know, Corvette and talk to him. But that's what I did, and I just approached him, you know, letting him know what my history with him is because it goes all the way back to his grandparents. Now, was I alive? When his grandparents were doing their thing, no, I wasn't alive when 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 their dad was doing his thing. Right. But I grew up watching Ozzy and Harriet and syndication and reruns, you know. And I grew up listening to Ricky Nelson. So when Nelson came around, I, you know, I was a huge fan of that stuff. It's it's hard because I because I did fangirl out when I saw Thrasher die perform. Not when I hung out with Ralph. Yeah, not Nevaeh did a little bit, but you know, she's a little kid. But, you know, we had dinner, we just kind of bullshitted, we talked outside of the diner while I was smoking a cigarette, and we hung out all night in the club until he went on stage. 
Now, when Ralph Fiera gets on stage, Ralph Fiera is not on stage. That is Dr. Fuck. Right. And the guy is completely possessed as a performer. And I, I'm screaming and hooting and hollering. Dude, it was an absolute blast. That's what that's what I fangirled out is when the band was playing. So I get you. Okay, I get so you. You're basically saying that I'm nothing but a little bitty fucking kid that has no self-control. I got it now. Now I understand. Okay, let me let me pause and rewind this. I don't remember saying that at all. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know what I'd like to talk about next. And before we uh, you know, before we actually talk about it, we're going to play some more music. But I would like to hear what some of your favorite episodes are because we've kind of started leading into that. So, about man, start us off with a song. Oh, a song. I'm going to have to go with my favorite band in the world. So I'm going to have to get run with Slipknot Liberate.
Slipknot. I always going heavy. God damn, always going heavy. But you know what? That's okay. Because I got something kind of heavy. Uh, not Slipknot heavy, but thrashy heavy. Got some thrashy heavy for you. I'm going to go with some suicidal tendencies. Especially feeling the way I have throughout December. This is You Can't Bring Me Down.
Hell yeah. Who the hell you calling crazy? You wouldn't know what crazy was if Charles Manson was eating Fruit Loops on your front porch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have been at this for a little while, uh, 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 doing this podcasting venture. Uh, we've got 36 episodes in the books. What's one of your favorites? I'm going to have to say the one I have heard many, many people, friends, even my own mother over here, Granny C, brag about. I'm going to have to say her very first official episode, the point five, the gray chapter. Wow, really? Album review. Yes, sir. I didn't realize that whenever I was spatting off about each song, what I took from it and everything, Apparently, uh, I know certain little things with music that a lot of other people don't hear or see, and I never knew that. And that's one thing that my mother told me, and even you bragged on me after that episode saying, dude, I didn't realize you were going to go that deep on the music. And it, it, it wasn't that I go that deep. I, I, with me, with music, you get what you get from it, and that's what I portrayed from that. So every time we've ever done an album review, I just take exactly what I what I get from it and learn from each album. Because, I mean, there's many different aspects, this and that, lyrically, musically. There's many different tones you can look at music or aspects of them. So with me being, a, being bragged on for that, that, that's one of my favorite ones that I've done because one is of my favorite band and two... People that despise Slipknot, I have heard, actually decided because of what we explained, also including myself, about that album, that they gave them a second look. Nice, nice. And you know what, that's that's the important thing. If you're going to do a record review, you, you, you want to find something, anything in there that's going to turn people on to the album. Just check it out. You don't have to like it. Check it out. You could hate it even more after listening to it, but check it out. And right. uh, you know, now the, uh, the the podcast that does that the best is Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. That's all they yeah. do is record reviews. Yes. You know, and and they're very in depth. They they do their research and such. But they've turned me onto stuff too, and that's that's the biggest compliment you could pay to a podcast is, uh, hey, I got into this because you know I heard that episode. So that's awesome. But yeah, you definitely killed it on that one. I uh, had to step up my game for further uh, review episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, it's all good. I had guested twice on Rock and Metal doing uh, album reviews. I did Ozzy Bark at the Moon and The Cure uh, Pornography. And um, I knew what I was doing there because I knew what level we were. You right. shocked me in that episode. Is like it almost made me say, "Fuck, should we be doing record reviews?" <laughs> but they're such a pain in the ass to do all the time. That's why I like going back and doing them every once in a while because we have one coming up, you know. And uh, I even I haven't even had a chance to compile notes or even listen. But it, it it's such a process to do an album review. It is. And I was I, I was very impressed uh, uh, with your performance on that show, especially just, you know, out of the box. Here it is. Here we are. Right. <laughs> well, I knew with it being our first episode, we, we kind of had to 
to have some professionalism and a little bit of insight. So that was one of the reasons why whenever we talked about it, hey, what are we going to do? That's one of the reasons why I suggested why you and Sin decided that day, okay, fuck it, we'll just run with it, decided to go with it. I'll never know, but at the same time, I, that that is one of my favorite episodes to, to start with for sure. Nice, nice. Well, I, I I certainly don't disagree with you at all. Um, one of my favorites isn't a record review, but it's definitely another music episode. And it's funny. I, I have four jotted down, depending on time here, uh, of what I consider some of my favorite episodes. But that Ken Mills episode. God almighty. I'm still this day too afraid to even cuss when we mention his name. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I I sat and talked to him on the phone now and heard the man cuss like I do, like not like a sailor, but he cusses. Oh yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll drop a, he'll drop a bomb every once in a while. But, but sitting here every time we bring it up, it's like, Oh shit, I got to back up. Hold on. Wait a minute. That guy's too nice to even say anything like that. (laughs) It's, it's, um, it's not about nice, although he's he's an absolute sweetheart. Yes. But it's about his consummate professionalism. Yes. Um, do, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not blonde. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not that damn moronic. I love you, brother. But no, he's, he's a consummate professional. It doesn't matter which podcast you listen to that he does. Right. It doesn't matter where he guests. He's a consummate professional and it's it's funny that stands out as one of our best because we were on guard we had to tone us down which is much different from uh, another guest that we had on that i didn't expect to go a certain way and that's going to come up in my list of uh one of my favorites here in in a minute but the ken mills christmas music episode yes it was so much fun uh, I, I I loved him disagreeing with me on you know it being a niche genre because it completely threw me off, and and I almost lost character so to speak uh, so to speak I'm like what really <laughs> right <laughs> you know it was a lot of fun he had some great choices now he and I had some of the same ones so I'm sitting there like well shit I had some of these backups let me slip them in you know and. Right. But yeah, I absolutely enjoyed the Ken Mills episode. I was so honored to have him on. Um, you know, he did a, uh, a a little promo bit for me when I met him in Nashville, uh, uh, doing his great great Gene Simmons impression. Right. You know, pimping out my uh, uh, my radio show on 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 that metal station. So um, he's an absolute sweetheart, and that will always stand out. As, as, as a lot of fun. He really keeps you on your toes. You know what I mean? And, uh, absolute sweetheart. Honored to have him on. That, that's my favorite we've done all year. Fantastic. That's a good one. My absolute favorite I haven't said yet. But, yeah, that, I, I was going. You're going favorite to back. I'm going back to favorite. So, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't mind that. What's another one you like? Another one I'm going to have to say was a little bit into, I cannot remember the number, but our top ten uh, movies nice. of all time. Nice. Being able to figure out, and that was including Sin. Yes. I mean, having all different 
personalities, aspects of the favorite movies, being able to get uh, basically all different aspects of them. Because, I mean, we already know you love action adventure and certain horror movies. I love straight horror, blood, gore movies, and sins more of a city-fied uh, gangster, some uh, Fast and Furious movies. So, yeah, it's interesting to find out those, because there were some movies that you had said and Sin had said that I completely forgot about and didn't even think of. Dude, if we were to do a top ten movies now, it would be a completely different show. It would be. It'd be completely different. You are correct. You know, and that's the fun thing about about you know that particular genre or or media point or whatever. It, you know, film, your your tastes change, right? You know, or you will remember, oh shit, I forgot how good that was. You know, and uh, yeah, I think that that was a fun episode. That was a it fun was. episode. I know we both had young guns. That's what I remember. We both yep. had young guns on that. See, Bushy drinks a lot when we do these shows. So, unless I listen to him, I, I don't know. <laughs> what about yours? What's your next one? Uh, one that really sticks out for me was when uh, John Lamoureux came on. The one I didn't get to do because I had to work and I fucked up. Got it. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, not a problem. No, no, you were there. I was there temporarily. For the 80s movies? Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong person. Yeah. Yes, thank you. You so fucking don't. Yes. Not Sid Zach Lamoureux from the Hustle thank Podcast. You. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the top 10 80s movies. He he was a great sport. Um, you know, came on and he's just kind of sitting back laughing. He's like, just listening to you guys talk as a trip. You know, but he, he was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. He even started kind of busting our balls a little bit. and And I loved it because if you listen to his show... That's not what he does. Right. You know, so he's sitting there talking about it. God, if we ever did a greatest moments fucking episode, what a pain in the ass this would be to find this stuff. (laughs) But that moment where he says, you know, you're begging me and begging me. And I said, okay, fine. Fuck it. I'll do your stupid show. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I absolutely lost my shit. That was so funny because that's so outside of his comfort zone to be that way on the mic um now i don't know that it would be the same now because our show has morphed a little bit you know some things have changed how, how we kind of conduct ourselves on the mic but that stands out to me because when you get somebody to do something out of their norm it's a lot of fun it's an absolute lot of fun so uh is there anything else that really stands out to you this is my second pick, and the main reason why this one goes back to this show particularly goes back to the roots of how me, you, and Sin actually met. This show, uh, basically, we invited a guest on that we met a, a lot later than what we originally met. Oh, I know where you're going. Yep. But our video game top video game systems, games, everything, with our other gaming brother, uh, John Pear, from up in Canada. Sitting listening to him talk about poutine and explaining shit that Canadians do, and to you and him going back and forth and seeing, that was one of my favorite all-time episodes doing with 
uh, like Sim wanted to do, us just getting together, hanging out, talking, but being able to make a product out of it because we was able to talk about stuff that a lot of a lot of people has classified nerdy in gaming system, collecting them or whatever. John Pear, John Pear being one of them guys that has every gaming system just about it in the world because he's a collector. Gotcha. And him being able to give the emphasis on stuff, on explaining certain things that we didn't know or anything about, that was one of my definite all-time favorites. You know, that's a that's a fun one, and I have got to revisit that sometime because I haven't listened to that since we did it. You know, I, I listened to it because I always listen once, uh, well, obviously, I listen while I'm editing. Uh, but I'll listen to it once I upload it, and then I don't go back. You know, I just want to make sure that what I've done sounds good. And, uh, right. yeah, boy, it's funny, because you listen to those older episodes, half the time you got the music playing underneath right. us talking, as opposed to, uh, you know, how we do it now. So, no, that was, a uh, that was a lot of fun. We'll have to have John back sometime. Uh, he was a lot of fun. He, um, he responded well. Um, it, it was a different show then, but it I, was. but I think he'll be okay. Of course. Of course. So now do you got, do you got, uh, another one? Yeah. Were you here for the, uh, oh yes, of course you were here. I forgot you fangirled out <laughs> the Ralph Vieira episode. <laughs> really? You, 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 you had to forget that I said girl out bullshit, fucker. You just threw that out there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I know you better than you think, even though I hadn't met you face to face. I tell you what, that was a lot of fun because um, I listened to Ralph on the radio. I, I only get to listen to him for an hour, sometimes two, because I have to be up at 4 o'clock the next morning on nights that he's on, and he goes on forever. But uh, I, I, I've been listening to Rock and Metal Combat podcast for a while, and it's always rock or metal. And you'll hear him say, well, no, you know, I like ABBA. But we never really got to hear music that he likes that's just not metal. Right. You know, there were so many cool bands. It was just like, really? Holy, wow. For real. There was a lot of eye-opening stuff. And that's another one of those times where it was one of those, you know, because he started out being him. You know what I mean. No, oh, I can't believe you yep. got a podcast. You're busting my balls and shit. But then you got this other side of him, and that's what I really enjoy about doing this. You know, it's just like with Mr. Lamoureux. When you pull a side out of somebody that you don't normally get to see, right. that's very gratifying to me. And uh, these are not in order of my favorites. The so Ken Mills is going to be my favorite because he's such a sweetheart. But all of these are on the same level. You know, these, I think, are our absolute best pieces of work. And uh, that Ralph Vieira episode, that was a long episode. What was that? It, like three hours? Yes. Yeah, that was a but, long one. But but it was, did you notice that one was also one of our top download ones? Because I guess of it mainly being him, but finding out that extra stuff was definitely... I mean, they for everybody that listened said that they absolutely listened to the whole thing. Oh, it's hard not to. There was so much good chatter in there. And I, I really didn't have to take much out. You know, that was the hard part is there was nothing to pull out because everything was relevant. Well, yeah, yeah, it was. I honestly thought you were going to edit out the end where I was asking him questions to learn certain things. I honestly thought 
whenever I got to listen to it, it was going to be, all right, well, Ralph, thank you for coming. Anything to promote? I thought you were going to cut out the whole fucking segment of me fangirling out on him. <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely not. If there's something in there I think's funny, it's staying. I don't care if anybody else laughs. If I think it's funny, that shit's staying. As long as I've got to edit the show. <laughs> but no, that's 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 a huge one for me. And um, I know another big one for me, I don't think you were there for, and that was the Wadzilla episode doing The Cure. Unfortunately, I uh, had to work. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that one was a but lot of I fun, too. Say, I will say this. I, I, I listened to that album and listened to the songs and all that stuff. That is one episode I wish I could have been there just to meet Ian, even though he mimicked me the whole fucking time. Good try. You done pretty well, Ian, but not 100% the mountain man. But Oh, no, that shit was so funny. It, it was funny, but he was way off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he was, he was taking basically every redneck stereotype that a liberal yep. believes and was throwing it at you. And, uh, I, and I will tell you, he asked permission. Ahead of the oh, time. Right. You know, he's he, like, he, can he take he, a he joke? Will the mountain man be cool? Like, yeah, dude, don't worry about it. Have fun. Oh, I can't wait for us to have him back on the show. <laughs> that way I can I can actually uh, sit back and act like a liberal towards him. He has no clue what's coming oh, next time. Oh, Lord. We're gonna, <laughs> we'll have a 10-minute episode of him hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he wouldn't have asked permission, dude, him doing that was just awesome, man. Is hilarious. I admit, I laughed my butt off for the entire episode. But I won't lie, I am glad I missed that album review. I cannot to this day stand the fucking cure. <laughs> you hurt me on them. No, they're they're awesome. I, I will tell you this. Here's a little funny something I don't know that I told you because I I know I haven't mentioned it on Mike. By the end of that episode. Wadzilla, like me, he likes to partake. He likes to drink while he's doing these. Yeah. He was so fucking hammered. And by the end of the show, I'm like, hey, anything to promote? And he goes, uh, no. I said, yes, you fucking do. God damn it. Tell us about your radio show. What you hear is anything to promote. And he hits that sound for you, radio.com right there. No, I had to take all that shit out of him being so drunk saying, no, I don't know fucking promote. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but he's a good sport. Is there any other one that sticks out in your mind? Yes. I'm going to have to say, even though this one, after editing and even just doing, and both of us cussing Sin City like a damn dog behind his back, because he did not tell us about... Uh, oh, are you talking about Lee? Yes. Him bringing someone in on a certain topic that... You bring in this gentleman, which I'm not putting anything down on Lee. Lee is a fantastic guy. But with the fact of bringing him in on this topic, for something this blown up for an epics list, knowing that and what what I found funny about the whole scenario a little bit was we're we're gonna try to grow a little bit more. I want this to get bigger. That was Sim's exact words to us. Was yeah, we're trying to make this a lot better, a lot bigger. So let's do let's let's I'm going to I already invited him. Pulled it out of his ass that he invited Lee not even two days before we were going to do the show. I'm sitting there going on an epics list. You asked Lee Gertzman. 
a band that is smarter than all three of us combined. None of us has the intelligence to fully 100% keep up with this man to say, yeah, I brought him in just so we could grow. That was the confusing part. We were discussing about growing a little bit and seeing out of the blue. Yeah. Oh, I done invited Lee. Let's make your show bigger by doing that on an epics list. Uh, and see, it, what's funny about that is me and Lee understand what I mean when I say an epic song. You and Sin did not. <laughs> so it's, when Sin says, yo, I got Lee Gersman coming for the epic. Uh, what? Yeah. Because we'll was that top ten? We done the top ten most epic songs of all time. Because that son of a bitch was over four hours long. Yes, it was. But at the same time, though, even though that show was that long, I know by listening to all the songs and stuff, yeah, it, it, it was way, way long to listen to. But hearing some of Lee's songs that he chose, it took long to do and talk about, but at the same time, it was really fun and interesting and knowledgeable. Oh, yeah. Learn. Now, you you keep saying me and Sin don't understand. Motherfucker, those songs I chose were epic songs to me. Kiss my ass. <laughs> see, when I say epic, me and Lee, were, see, we're on the same page. Big, long, grandiose songs. You know, and I knew Lee was going to think that. So when, when, when Sin said that, I, you know, I've got Lee coming on for the epic. I'm like, fuck. Because I know Lee, and I know what kind of music he likes. It's very weird. It's very out there. It's very eclectic. And it's going to be a jam. Yep. You know, you can go on YouTube and, and, and find uh, The Grateful Dead, the studio version of Truckin'. It's four or five minutes long. If you find that song live, it's 18 minutes long. Yep. <laughs> that was a lot of fun there was a lot of great music in there that was one of mine and out of all the guests we've had lee is one he, he's not the top funnest but he is one of the most fun guests hey i will stroke lee's dick all day long because i remember the second time he came out because he's been on two or three times uh twice uh the first one and the epics okay Maybe it was the first one. I, I, I don't remember which episode. But he said out of all the podcasts he listens to, right now what he's hearing, he thought we were the best. And I was like, sweet! Yeah. High, that, you know, that, high that, praise from Mr. Gersman. For sure, for sure. And that's what, that's that's one of the things that was funny with Sin at that time. Sin wanted us to grow until he went to Puerto Rico. Right. He was wanting us to, to go that extra mile to try to get a few more listeners. But I don't think... He had the same mindset of the amount of listeners we wanted to try to shoot for that me and you had to mind. Sure, it, it is going to take some time. I mean, oh yeah, you know, uh, we're only, you know, we're not even forty episodes in, and uh, you know, we're building a base, and that's all that matters. I know for a fact we have people that listen every week, and that's all I care about. I'm doing that for them. Uh, I'm doing it because I like talking to you. We always have a good time on here. But yes. really, if, if we got no downloads except for two because you and I were listening to it, would we keep doing it? I don't know. We could talk on yeah. Skype anytime, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But it's it's exciting, uh, you know, when you hear that people want to hear what you have to say. It's the same thing with my radio show. You know, it's, it's, it's a tremendous ego boost when you can say, hey, I do this and I have people that like it. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's just two knuckleheads sitting in their damn living rooms 
talking on a mic. <laughs> the sad part, the mountain man's sitting up under a fucking blanket because it's goddamn cold. <laughs> oh, I had to take my hat and coat off. And when I say coat, I mean my, my work jacket. Uh, the company I work for, they gave us all these little jackets. They're great for the early fall and great for the late spring. Barring that, you got to put some shit under it <laughs> and over it. Right. It's a very thin, it's like a mechanic's jacket, I guess you could call it. You know, uh, I don't know what else you could possibly say. It's not lined very well, but it's a it's a sharp looking jacket. I'll send you a picture of it later. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but yeah, yeah, I do get that. Man, that's a lot of fun. It we we've had a good year here at the plug. So far, yes. You know, we've we've had some ups, we've had some downs, and I'm not even talking about personal life. I mean, just in in our show itself, we have some episodes that hit pretty good, some that it's like, ooh, well, maybe maybe we shouldn't do that again. Right. <laughs> But it's a, it's been a good ride. I've enjoyed it with you. You know, there's days I'm sad we're down one, but at the same time, I like the direction we're going, so I'm not sad we're down one. You know, uh, I think we got a good thing going, and I hope we keep going for years to come. For sure, for sure. All right, brother. You know what? Let's get into some more music. Fantastic. Is it my turn? Fuck no, it's not your turn. You hit me with Slipknot. I'm going Striper. No more hell to pay. Get your god on, baby. <laughs>
that riff is so heavy. Those last two Striper albums are the best albums they've put out over their entire career. No More Hell to Pay and uh, Fallen. Best two albums they've done. I I haven't sat down and listened to both of them, but I have heard the main hits off of it and a couple of deep tracks. I'm definitely going to take a look into them since, since a lot of people have been bringing them back up lately. I don't know why, but I've been hearing a lot about Striper lately. Well, you got to figure Michael Sweet, the lead singer, just released his second album with the guitar player of Dokken, uh, George Lynch. And it's, right. it's called Sweet and Lynch, and those are good albums. And, uh, you know, Michael Sweet, the uber-Christian, George Lynch, not, but it works. You know what yes. I mean? It works, because Michael Sweet's an amazing vocalist. He, he actually was singing uh, for Boston for quite a while. Right. You know, because he just has that range. So, yeah, check those two albums out. I mean, I love all their stuff, and uh, I got into them out of necessity. But uh, I'm glad I did, and uh, like I said, those last two albums are amazing. I can't wait for the one they're working on now. What do you got for me? Well, this is the cocky, arrogant, bullshit, crazy side that I, the way I look at our show. With, and the, basically with this song, and I mean, I've already, I, I've just been on a roll with them. I've been taking bits and pieces and posting little things about it on our page and stuff. And I've been hardcore into getting all their albums and stuff, which was one of my Christmas presents for my wife. I didn't get physical, but I got iTunes, all their albums, everything. And hell, even introduced you to a song you didn't even know by him. And you're a bigger fan of them than I am. Yes, sir. But this band, uh, absolute hilarious, awesome comedic outgoing funny ass band if you ever if you ever want a relief to just get away and listen to something about talking about women anything drugs rock and roll doesn't matter that you wouldn't normally let anybody listen to that you want to say but you can't say it but you can listen to uh, someone saying it and make it into an awesome album definitely check these guys out but I'm going to have to go with Steel Panther, and the reason why for this song is because this is the way I look at our radio show. We have grown, we have morphed into this awesome little thing that we're doing together now, and with other guests that's trying to help us get to the level of where we're wanting to be, but to bind in your cocky-ass attitude sides of the way we look at each other and everything... I'm going to have to go with the way I believe this show is, and it is Steel Panther, The Burden of Being Wonderful.
poll, just saying. Yeah, fuck you, I know you're pretty, or whatever. <laughs> oh, boy. I do like that song, and it's actually clean. Yes. That's a, that's a big rarity from that band. I actually heard them doing a cover of um, Journey, Don't Stop Believing, the other day, and I was blown away. Right. Blown away. So, plans, wishes for the future, do you have resolutions, anything like that? Uh, yes, uh, my resolution this year uh, actually uh, was to slow down on nicotine for my son. So, by the end of 2018, my intentions of being uh, with any type of nicotine is to be completely done. Uh, that is my New Year's resolution. Uh, which I've started pretty well on. I've slowed down. I quit vaping. I smoke on occasion now. I don't smoke like I used to because I used to be a two and a half, three pack a day. God damn. Yeah. So that's another reason why I need to slow down. Uh, so. Dude, see, yeah. me being out of work, and I don't mean to interrupt you here, me being out of work is horrible for my smoking. Um, and when I say out of work, I mean on vacation. Because when I work. I smoke a pack every two days. I'm going through a pack, pack and a half, because I have nothing to fucking do. Right. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you didn't interrupt, dude. You're good. Uh, plans for this year, doing the best that I can for my wife and my son. Uh, Notice with a child, you and your significant other argue a hell of a lot more than you ever do over anything else. So my intentions is trying to become more understanding of my wife's perception uh, of things to be able to try to make stuff a whole lot easier. No, I'm not saying. And if you do the whip sale, motherfucker, I will come. Uh, uh, no, I, I, and I won't because of the situation I just went through. I'll tell you right now, if you can learn it now and not get set in your ways, you will do amazing things for yourself because my ass is set in my ways. Right. Well, I'm setting my ways too, but there, there's nothing wrong with trying to become a little more understanding and talkative, I guess you could say. I can sit here and talk all day long on this, but with my wife on certain things, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> Tell her to get on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend you're doing a show. You guys will work everything out. Right, exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a joke. Don't don't Skype your wife. She'll kick your ass. Yeah, I don't feel like being castrated or shot. So trust <laughs> me, it ain't gonna happen. Um, but other than that, yeah, uh, just just trying to do better and to do better for this show. Um, I know ninety ninety percent of this. If it wasn't for you, and this is me actually coming out and thanking you, brother. Ninety um, percent of this show is you. Well, I know it is, and everybody else knows it is. You are an awesome uh, talker. You are an awesome lead host, is the way I look at you. you. You've got everything down to being able to make a show work 100%. My goal is to kind of get a little more to your level, to both of us be able to feed off of it instead of it being just one one certain way. You understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I do. And uh, it'll come. It'll come. Um, like I, I started off doing YouTube videos. You know what I mean? And, and, and somebody liked it. Right. That's all it took. So I so I kept doing them, kept doing them. 
those got me my radio show. And I'm going to tell you what, man. Uh, I have a copy of my very first radio show. I am more than happy to send that to you. Dude, I've got it recorded because I was working security your very first radio show because every fucking three minutes all we heard is, oh, I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. I'm having a great time. Yep. <laughs> horrible. It the, the music was great, but it was horrible. Because all of that, you know, YouTube videos, because you could delete and start over. Right. Once you're live and on the air, you got to go. And uh, it, it's been a learning experience for me. Now, you know, I've found my rhythm. I found my show. Cause my show was always all over the place. Right. You know, it just, it takes time. I've been at that for, you know, a little over a year now. You know, it, right. it just, it just takes time. And uh, you do just fine. And no, I'm not lead host. I'm co-host just like you, brother. Oh, I know. You may say that, but everybody knows bullshit. If it wasn't for Bushy, this show wouldn't be jack shit. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me pull it back an inch. You're going too deep on me right now. (laughs) Slow down, honey. I'm about to go. Right. There you go. But no, uh, this, this, and I'm going to say this publicly so everybody hears, and if you edit this out, motherfucker, I will kick your ass. But, dude, if it wasn't for you on a lot of this show, it, it wouldn't be to the point it is today. So thank you very, very much for everything that you have done, taking the time out to to help this show get to where it is, where it's going, and where it can possibly go. So for that, I thank you, not only as a friend, but as a brother. Well, hey, I, uh, I, I appreciate that. You're very welcome. I will tell you that in our first couple episodes, I was getting comments about people loving the Mountain Man character. So uh, it's not all me, man. I just know how to lead. I know how to direct. Right. Well, the only problem is, and I really hope everybody hears this episode, it's not a fucking character. Guys, this is me 110 fucking percent every day, all the time. Ask Bushy. He's known me for over six years. I am not a character. This is how I am. Absolutely, absolutely. When I say characters, because we don't use our real names here. Uh, oh, I know. But some people always actually say, dude, that guy has to be smart as hell to, to be able to pull like Larry the Cable Guy. He's not really a redneck. No, motherfuckers, this is me every day. When I'm at work, yes, I'm a different person. You have to be professional. But when I'm here, this this is me like I am at home every single day, sitting back in my uh, redneck camouflage shirts, living in my wood house back in the sticks, and this is how I talk every day. What you get is what you hear. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And you laugh, but I think it's what makes this show so special is uh, because we're so real about it. It's, it's not about being real about our opinions. I think it's more that we're real about who the hell we are. Right, exactly. But, yeah, I just wanted to say that to you, brother. I mean, you have no idea. compare Because you said this is episode 30, 30 what? Seven. 37, Jesus Christ. Not including our bonuses we've had in there, here and there. Seeing us grow to where we are, dude, if it wasn't for your directing and leading it wouldn't be where it's at so definitely once again thank you oh you're welcome but hey i couldn't do it alone i saw what i was doing when i was doing it on my own but that's why two that's why two rednecks work so good together yeah yeah for (laughs) real for real 
me, I don't, I don't have any resolutions. I mean, I want to, I want to, I want to have continued success at work. Um, I'm not going to be able to move any higher than I am right now for quite a while because nobody there is ready to retire. Um, and even those that are going to retire, there's already people in place to take those positions. I don't believe in resolutions because we all just break them. I, I think this year I'm just going to kind of concentrate on Nevea, this show, my radio show at work. That's really all I have. I mean, would I like to find love again? Yeah, not going to lie. I, I don't like being alone. I, I hate that shit. But, you know, it is what it is. Shit doesn't you work do out. You do know to every two fangirls that we have on this show that we don't know of yet. The fact of trying to figure out how the fuck to get to northern New York now? Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really not. I'm just, uh, I'm very set in my ways. And uh, it's, it's been me and Nevaeh and things didn't work out. Now, the nice thing is, I mean, me, me and, and Jen aren't talking. That sucks. But the nice thing is, I don't hate her. And I don't think she hates me. I think it's just one of those, we need to stay the hell away from each other, even though we're not mad at each other. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's just, we need to stay away from each other so that we can get past everything. You know, and that's the hardest part, is just getting over everything. Right. You know, and uh, it is what it is. Would I hope to find it again someday? Sure, but I think I'm done looking for it. So, no resolutions, just goals. Nevaeh, this show my radio show, my job, and that's all I got. So, anything to promote? Well, this, I'm going to promote this uh, for this upcoming week for these two guys. We spoke about one of them earlier, guesting on our show. But for anybody that gets a chance, and if you will, please, Nate, play the spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, right now. Hi, this is Mark Olden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast where we rock and roll all night and party every day. Come check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, so what does that mean? Are, are, are you having a visit? I am going to be guesting on Freeform Rock and Pod podcast, or rock, Freeform Rock podcast with Mr. Uh, Mark and Lee, uh, to, uh, Lee, which we've had on the show, and we're going to be doing an album review uh, should be out if I'm correct sometime next week. I'm gonna be guesting with them one day this week. Uh, not gonna tell you the uh, album, but it is a classic, very good rock at rock and metal album. Uh, definitely check them out if you get a chance. They're uh, an upstart podcast as well, so they're trying to grow like we are and get what they can. So. Uh, and as everybody knows, us podcasters, if we get asked, we try to help each other out as much as possible. Absolutely. What was funny, this is, the first, this is the first time I've ever been asked to be on another show. So I'm honored, for sure, for sure, to be asked during your radio show was the funny part. Nice, nice. Well, you know what? Congratulations. Guessing on a podcast uh, always makes you feel good. You're lucky because you have experience podcasting. My first guest appearance was with Ralph and Ian, and I had never done a podcast. Uh, I've worked with Mark before uh, a, a couple times. It's, it's a lot of fun. Man, just just be you. That's all you got to do is be you. That I'm definitely going to do. I just wonder if Mark can handle the mountain man is the only question. 
We'll, we'll find out. Well, we know Lee can, so we'll be okay. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. But that's all I got to promote is them guys. Definitely give them a listen along with us. Uh, this is a new year, so if, if you are interested in looking at other podcasts, don't just look at them. Look at uh, Ken Mills. Look at Lee's own, his own personal podcast, uh, John Lamoureux uh, with The Hustle. Check all of them out. Give everybody a listen if y'all get a chance. Absolutely. Give everybody some love. And uh, for me, I'm going to promote something that has been blowing up the internet. Uh, I kept Lady out of school uh, a couple weeks ago, and I took her to see Star Wars The Last Jedi. Oh, my God. And I tell you what. Might be the greatest Star Wars film ever made. Behind Empire. Empire's still my favorite, but God damn it, this one's close. I don't understand all these fangirl bitches complaining about this film. They wanted something different. They got something different. Oh, well, now it's different. I don't like... Shut the fuck up. Such a such a great movie. Now, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd anyway. I liked Force Awakens a lot. I loved Rogue One. This movie blew my fucking mind. And I've seen it four times. Okay? And it's... It, it just gets better every time. Just gets better every time. It's a great, great film. Go spend the money. It's already broken records. It's already over a billion dollars worldwide. It's a great fucking film. Check it out. Luke Skywalker. General Leia, because she's not Princess Leia anymore. Ray, Finn, Poe. Great, great, great film. Check it out. Fantastic. I've had a good time talking to you about, man, I have enjoyed looking over this past year. See, didn't I tell you? While it had some down points, 2017 was actually a pretty good year. It was. It was. I'm, I'm glad we didn't go political or this way or that way because most of our opinions would have been exactly the same. But at the same time, looking back at the good aspects, yes, it is is very awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I think it's been a really good year. There's things I would like to have had different, but, you know, whatever. Shit happens, you know. Right. I think it was the great Dennis Leary that said, hey, I wanted to be the starting center fielder for the Boston Red Sox. Life sucks. Get a fucking helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Right. And that's exactly. just how it goes. Um, I have no complaints about 2017. Uh, decent year. We're going to move forward, man. We're going to write this new chapter. The plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man is going to continue to move forward. We're going to continue to try to grow this show. Tell your friends if you like what you're hearing, man. Go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. You know, let us know. That's what's important. Let us know. We want feedback. We have a, uh, we have a like page on Facebook. We have a group page. Join both. We share it all over the place. We'll be sharing the hell out of this episode as well. Exactly. Yep. True story. <laughs> true story. Mountain Man. Yes, sir. You know what I want to hear, man. I love it. This is one of the things that I'm most proud of you for. Because you what? nail this every week. And I love it. It's like your opening. You just nail it. Uh-huh. Final thoughts? Stay sick. Take care of one another. Skitter, pow, meow, meow, mountain man out. Outstanding, outstanding. Happy New Year from myself, from the mountain man, motherfuckers. 
by Vital. We'll see you next week. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on The Plug. See you next week.